Hey friends, welcome back to another great episode. And oh my goodness, I am so excited for this episode because number one, I know that you're going you are going to learn so much. But today I have Takara Charisma on and she is just a wonderful person and she is just a rock star, especially when it comes to SEO strategies. And we're talking SEO strategies that don't suck. I don't know about you, but when it comes to SEO for my website, my blog post, it kind of just trips me up. I don't know where to put it. I don't know what I should be doing. Where does it really matter? Takara is here to give you all the goods on SEO. She has a digital agency. She provides so much for her community. I promise you're going to love her. And this was one of those interviews that I was actually taking a lot of notes on, and you're probably going to notice a difference in a way that I do my blog posts, thanks to Takara. And speaking of notes, are you prepared for 2022 with your new planner? If not, head over to HoratioPrinting.com and make sure you snag the 2022 Dream Planner. It is my absolute favorite planner. I absolutely love it. And if you want to save some moolah, make sure that you use the code Allison Save. All right, let's get into this episode because you are going to love it. Hey there, mom boss. Welcome to the Social Media for Mompreneurs podcast, where we dive into Instagram, personal branding, marketing hacks, and content creation strategies, all while balancing family life. And don't forget, we do it the fun and easy way. I'm Allison Scholes, once a corporate marketing coordinator, a teacher, and now podcaster and coach. And yes, I'm that boss lady in sweatpants. Go ahead and hand out the kids' tablets, open those juice boxes, grab your coffee or wine, and hide in your closet. Let's get this party started. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the show. And I'm so excited for you guys to meet our guest today because not only are we going to talk about SEO, but we're going to talk about SEO that doesn't suck. So can I get an (laughs) amen for that, right? So my guest today is Dakara. So Dakara, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you. I am so happy to be here with you, Allison. I'm so excited about the topic we're going to be talking about today. It's a good one. It is. And it's one that I'm not going to lie, I kind of avoid. So before we jump into your SEO strategies and maybe like a checklist or some tools that we can use, tell us a bit more about your business and why SEO? Yeah, well, SEO is usually, first of all, there's nothing sexy about SEO. Let's be real, right? (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, Instagram's really sexy and fun, email marketing, you know, developing our products. But SEO is, it's like the the ugly stepchild that no one really wants to talk about. And it's a long-term game. And so people just naturally don't focus on it. But if they realized, and because our our digital marketing agency is an omni agency and we truly believe that you need to be on multiple platforms in Mm -hmm. order to protect your business and extend your reach it is actually one of the single most important things for you to actually save money on ads and to get more organic traffic which tends to be actually a higher quality traffic 
to your site in order to convert. So it is something that we like to talk about, especially with e-commerce, because when we take clients on, we tend to notice there's a lot of quick wins that they can make by just shifting some basic SEO strategies on their website. So I'm really passionate about it. And it's funny because we are a marketing agency, we spend money, and yet here we are trying to save you money at the same yeah. time by getting your SEO running. So basically what I'm hearing is your SEO can really be your silent superpower to your website. Yes. Absolutely. I, I think that's a perfect way to put it. And the problem is, is when we don't know about it and how it works, we uh, don't set up our site properly. So we can go years with our site not getting any organic traffic. And had we just set it up at, from the beginning, the correct way, we could have gotten so much more growth online organically if we just knew a few of these little tips. So let's start in the beginning then. Whether someone is just starting out with a website or they've had a website for years, what is the first thing that they should really look at to see if their SEO is set up correctly? Yeah, so one of the biggest things that someone can look at is their links. It's a big deal. So I always like to use a an example of, let's say, because we represent a lot of fashion brands, and I imagine for some of your listeners who have e-commerce brands, they might represent fashion or skincare or you know those types of things. And we notice that, let's say we have a dress and it's called the Victoria. And the Victoria is a really sexy black mini sleeveless dress, right? But our link for that product says something like mywebsite.com forward slash Victoria. Well, okay. is that what our ideal customer is actually typing into Google? No. If they are looking very specifically for a black short sleeve mini dress, we need to make sure our link and our product name reflects that. So a better link would have been something like mywebsite.com forward slash dresses forward slash short dash sleeve dash black dash mini dash dress dash Victoria or something along those lines, right? So the, the point is, is that we need to look up what that is and make sure it's not only reflected in our URL, but the second part of that is it's also a big mistake I see when people name their products. So they mm -hmm. name their product the Victoria, but they forgot to call it the Victoria dress. And that's an, what we call an H1 tag, right? So that's one of the most important things that Google is going to see when it's kind of looking at your site. So we definitely want to make sure that we're naming our products and our links by what the actual product is. It doesn't mean you need to call the Victoria dress on your actual name, the Victoria short sleeve black mini dress, right? Um, that can be in the URL, but I would put what the product type is in the name itself. So what I'm hearing is we need to pay really close attention to keywords and do the keyword research. And I know that you're using the example of an e-commerce. How yes. would someone maybe in my instance where I am service-based and maybe I have links to landing pages for like free Instagram captions, should my link, link be my website forward slash free Instagram captions, because that's what they're actually searching for through Google or another one I like to use, and maybe I'm wrong. I like to go on Pinterest and start putting in some keywords. And then I see like the long tail come up and I try to snag that. 
Yes, yes. Okay. I mean, I think that's a great idea. So SEO is also based on gaining momentum for your website, right? So let's say here's a perfect example. So we we have a um, Facebook ad course and it's called Social Savvy. If I were to put on my website to Cara Charisma forward slash social dash savvy, well, I can tell you no one's searching social savvy online. I wish they were, but they're okay. not. But what they are searching for is Facebook ads course. So if I, and just like you, put in what that is, like that lead magnet, instead of the actual specific name, and it absolutely can be on your website. It should be because we wanna gain traction, right? Then that is what someone's looking for. Even if that lead magnet has a name to it, it's okay to call that page by that that actual name, let's say social savvy, Facebook ads course would be kind of like what my H1 tag, my title would be on that page. But I would also make sure that that's reflected in my link. Now, just to take that one step, Further, let's say you have a website and you know it's like alisonjoles.com forward slash and repeat the lead magnet name again. Uh, free Instagram captions. Perfect. Okay, so free Instagram captions. I do believe that it's better to go with that, right? So alisonjoles.com forward slash free dash Instagram dash captions because it's a shorter link as opposed to alisonjoles.com forward slash freebies forward slash free dash Instagram dash captions, because what Google does is it lowers the importance of what's in a URL as it gets further out. Mm. So a common uh, myth is that we have to set up, it's called parent and child pages. So what happens is on your navigation, on your website, you very well could have freebies, right? And under there on that landing page is all of those. But when they click on free Instagram captions, the link doesn't have to say freebies forward slash free Instagram captions. It can actually just go directly to free Instagram captions. So it's just another way, just you don't, just because your navigation shows a big button at the top mm -hmm. and a conversion trick would be make sure it's the most converting buttons that are at the top of your website and your navigation bar. But you don't have to necessarily put all of your freebies under that link itself. It just can be reflected on navigation for a good user experience, but it'll help in your SEO to not only put this on your own website because you want to build traffic and dwell time and engagement on your website, not many websites that would be very hard to maintain, just like it's very hard to maintain many Instagram accounts, which I'm sure you know. So we want to try to get everything really going to one website if we can. I love that. And now I'm going to actually be a little selfish right now. And I want your opinion on something because I am getting ready to launch a membership. And the name of the membership is the Insta Accelerator Academy. Now, yes. from what I've just learned from you right now, it the URL should not have Insta Accelerator Academy or Insta Academy because my audience would not be searching for that. Even though that's the name of the academy or the name of the membership, but the URL needs to actually have keywords of what my audience would be searching for, which they might be searching for maybe like, I don't know, I'm just throwing this out there, Instagram growth membership or Instagram growth, I don't know, strategy yeah. or something. 
that's yes. what the URL should be. It, yes, yes and no, because the URL is, you know, a small part of the overall SEO pie. Okay. But I love that you brought this up because I would like to bring up another thing here, which is when we're thinking about what words to use, exactly like you were saying, like maybe they're searching for X or Y. We actually don't have to guess we can search it. So there's free tools um, like Keywords Everywhere. There's also very low cost tools uh, that are like Uber Suggest. That's a Neil Patel um, mm -hmm. SEO one. There's the one that we use in our agencies, SEMrush. It's a little more expensive. There's Ahrefs, there's Moz. And so all of these, what happens is you can do what's called keyword research. And I'll give you a perfect example. We have a client that sells um, certain food products. And we noticed that what they were using for their URL had probably one tenth of the search volume of what they could have used. It was it was almost like a synonym, you know. It's either um, great or amazing, right? Those are two different, you know, synonyms in essence. So we realized, no, 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 we need to change the name of this page and the name of the URL because this doesn't make sense. So whenever we go on, and I just had a, a client meeting for a local CPR course right and so when we were doing the entire what we would suggest someone do meet with an seo director or a ux uh, seo expert and do what we call a keyword map and a ux of your website and how the flow will work so when we meet with them when they said oh i want to call this cpr tutoring but we looked up and no one searches cpr tutoring what they search is cpr training so it's the same thing. So it's it's so important to do this. And there's there's tons of free tools, low cost tools. There's tons of free trials with these you know tools as well. But when you go in and you start thinking about what do I want to work towards? What's my goal with this page? Every page should have a single goal to it. Then we want to map around a keyword to that page. So for you, I would say when we want to look up what are people searching when it comes to Instagram? Is it an Instagram course? Is it an Instagram training? as an Instagram education. So I would start looking up Instagram mm -hmm. as my main um, kind of keyword, see what's coming up and then go from there and start narrowing it further and further. I love that advice. And I actually, I think I've heard of Uber Suggest before. So I'm actually going to get on there and kind of look to see how I can change my URL. Now, when it comes to our website content, like our blog posts, if someone is knocking out a weekly blog post, where does SEO really count to get ranked? Are we talking titles? We've heard of meta descriptions, like all of that. Like, are there any special plugins that we have to have? Like, what do you think is the most important when we're doing a weekly blog post? Yes, um, great question, because here's another mistake that a lot of entrepreneurs make. They write blogs about what they're passionate about, which we want you to be in your passion at all times. However, there's no strategy behind it or they're paying even worse. They're paying a creative agency to write blog posts and the creative agency has no background in SEO. But the point of the blog posts is to get free traffic, period. End of end of day, full stop. That is the only point. So this is again where we do our keyword research. So what we do and what we like to do, you know, in our agency, and this is something that anyone can do in their business, is do your keyword research and start thinking about where where do I want to get traffic? You know, where, what are they searching? And start looking up. So these tools that we talked about earlier, Moz, Ahrefs, SEM Rush, etc., they will also have options where it's called content marketing. 
on there and there's tons of free tools online too and what happens is you can start seeing what questions which are like long term long tail keywords people are searching around this so we could see let's say i do facebook ads it could be something like how much do facebook ads cost or what is ctr with facebook ads or i mean it goes on and on so every time by the way and you teach on instagram same thing all your instagram content you look up what are people asking around this you know there's an interest in that topic you don't even have to guess this is what people want to hear so when you can start pr producing content on your website or on instagram um, which instagram we can talk about a little later with seo but um, when you start producing content around what people are searching every day, you know there's a demand for it. And so number one is we do the SEO research. We look up what questions might be popular around the keywords that we want to rank for. We write a blog that's at least 2000 words. It needs to be value added. We add photos to that blog and we that are relevant and we add alt tags to those photos if someone doesn't know that's kind of like putting the keyword description in the photo so again google can read that photo around your keyword there's an expert hack where you can even geotag your photos but that's expert level so if you're a local service-based business and you want to come up for you know ad agencies in los angeles you can start geotagging your photos as well to encrypt that information you'll come up on a google search that again will help rank your seo and then from there the other thing is youtube so if you put the YouTube, and we were talking about this earlier, Allison, mm -hmm. if you record, let's say, let's say you do podcasts and you do podcasts around your topic of expertise and you put it both on, you know, Apple iTunes, then you also create a blog from it. Then you also record it as a video and put it on your website. So much is going on with SEO at that point because Google will value your website page higher when you have lots of content on it. YouTube is a second generator for SEO. It's one of it's the second biggest website in the world after Google is YouTube and it is an SEO search engine and it produces backlinks for SEO. So there's so much that can go on with YouTube as well. So embedding your YouTube video onto your blog is a big deal. And then the final hack that I will actually two more hacks if I if I have time. Two more hacks mm -hmm. with blogs. <laughs> like so I'm like this is gold. <laughs> so two more hacks is when you use backlinks and throw love to bigger websites that are have a high domain authority so websites that are really well respected like wikipedia or if i was to do a blog today right now if i do this and turn this into a blog on my site guess what i'm going to do i'm going to link SEMrush, I'm going to link Moz, I'm going to link Ahrefs, I'm going to link Neil Patel because they are gigantic websites and I'm going to create a backlink to them, which is going to boost my authority as well. So if you're using photos from other websites, backlink, give credit to that to that website with the photo. And that's also going to help you because you're starting to backlink to high value websites. The internal links matter so you can start internal linking. And this would be the final kind of suggestion I have. Let's say you do e-commerce and you do a blog about we have a perfect client who does baby products how to swaddle your baby with highly searched term on google she sells swaddle blankets she has a quick one minute how to swaddle your baby and from there in the blog not only does she link internally back to other pages or her products on the blog we actually set up this is kind of custom built by us but we set up anyone could do this or find a developer or there's probably even apps that do it but you can set up below your blog 
products talked about in this blog or products featured in this blog. And then she can put all her swaddle blankets down, almost like other products you may like suggested on the bottom of e-commerce sites, you know, when you see that. Mm -hmm. And then the people start seeing all the things that you talked about on your site visually easy for them to get right back to that product page it instantly monetizes your blog so there's so much going on with blogs i can't stress enough how important it is to have an seo and a conversion strategy related and and kind of tied into your blogs so let me ask you this because you said having the photos of e-commerce but let's talk about a service-based business but a lot of entrepreneurs, if they're service-based, most likely they have affiliate links. Would it serve them to have photos of the actual item that they're affiliate for at the bottom? Oh, definitely. So I'm an affiliate and every single blog it's, it's put into by our developer onto every single blog. It is that disclaimer the general disclaimer that you'll see on every affiliate website that says you may you know if you click on any of these links it may we might get a small affiliate commission from it it's you know click here to learn more about our terms of service you know that type of thing mm-hmm. so you can just have that and in, in fact it's 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 you gotta look into the laws about this like you have to disclaim that you right. are showing affiliate links so it's very important to be transparent about that I would definitely be using affiliate links all throughout that blog. I would be using photos from them, attaching my affiliate link there. I'd be putting my alt tags on those photos for if I was an SEM Rush affiliate, for example, I would definitely be putting SEM, how to use SEM Rush for keyword research or something like that, if that's what the title is of my blog. And I'm really trying to optimize on keyword research or SEO or SEM Rush. And I would definitely link those photos back with my affiliate link attached to them. 100%. Yes, yes, yes. Holy smokes. This has just been brilliant information today. I've felt that I've learned so much from you. Now I do have one follow-up question because you kind of perked my interest when you said SEO in Instagram. Explain that. Yes. So this is my strategy. And I know that a lot of people might not like this. There's something good and something bad about Instagram, right? The good thing is that what they have, what most people don't know is you can add alt tags to your images. You can add it to video because it only shows up for images. Now we've yet to see whether or not that's going to be a thing moving forward with Google search right now. It's not so much, but I promise you every single image I put on my Instagram, as well as carousel images, they all have an alt tag attached to them because again, it helps Instagram read your image. And for people who might not know the original genesis of alt tags, it's for people who are vision impaired. They can't see. And so we have to tell them what that image is, or let's say your image doesn't load in a website properly. So they can see what the image is about. Well, the same is true for Instagram or for Google. They don't, they can't necessarily read your image the same that we can. So telling them, for example, when I do a post about Facebook ads, let's just say I'm just using that as an example today, it's going to be exactly what it is. Four tips to getting more sales with your Facebook ads with Takara Charisma. Something like that is kind of what I put as my tags. So if they're searching Takara Charisma on Google, if they're searching, you know, Facebook ads, I can get that. Now it's yet to see if those alt tags work really outside of Instagram, but I'm future planning. I'm like, well, no Mm -hmm. one's on this bus. I'm going to be one of the first people on it. So I'd recommend that. But the downside of Instagram and a lot of these social media platforms is 
it's it's gone in a day, right? We all know that it just instantly gone. So my strategy when it comes to especially building on these social platforms or reaching out to other influencers that you might want to work with as brand ambassadors, um, especially e-commerce stores like to work with brand ambassadors, look at YouTube influencers or look at starting a YouTube channel because there's so many benefits to SEO. We kind of talked about a little bit of it before. One is you can get a long-term link. It's a backlink, it'll rank. Two is it'll show up in Google searches, unlike Instagram. Three is it gains traffic over time. It actually doesn't lose traffic like our Instagram, it's the exact opposite. So over time, we had one client who had a hair care product. Their affiliate was a, it was for men's hair loss. Their affiliate was a male grooming expert. Makes perfect sense. He had a large following on Instagram. He did a revenue share with them. He only got $5 per bottle sold. Well, he only did one video ever, 10 minute product review. Product reviews are really good because that's when people are ready to buy when they're looking at product reviews. So that's a huge one to actually send your products to product review sites that get large traffic because you'll get a backlink from a high domain authority site. You'll get tons of traffic. It's totally worth spending your marketing budget on if you have to. But this guy was making like several thousand dollars a month just in recurring revenue because every month that one video would keep ranking and growing and growing. And so he was one video and he just made sales over and over and over again every month. So getting a youtube started for yourself i think is really important and working with affiliates that make sense for your audience and your brand to review your products to showcase your products to have fun with them we have like a candy uh client they sell candy online and they have this really fun spirit and animated you know kind of branding well buzzfeed is really good for them to do some sort of candy challenge right like that would be something good so these this is where i need you to get creative with your seo and realize you can have a lot of fun with it but we have to think of this as an out-of-the-box marketing experience and i know we think so much about spending money on facebook or google ads but honestly some of your marketing budget can go to paying affiliates you know to put content out about your products and it'll work for your seo as well I loved all of that. That was just amazing. Takara, I cannot thank you enough for being on today's show. And I can guarantee that the listeners are definitely wanting to check your stuff out. So where can they connect with you? Oh, I would love for them to connect with me. So I'm Takara Charisma everywhere. And you spell it very funny because my mom was a little bit of a hippie, um, <laughs> but on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, the whole thing, but I'm mostly on Instagram and our, I do own an e-commerce based full service digital marketing agency. So if you want to learn more about one-on-one consulting and courses, it would be takaracharisma.com. If you'd like to inquire about working with our agency for any SEO, email, Facebook, Google ads, and more, you can go to charismamarketing.com and our team will take very good care of you. That's awesome. And I will make sure that all the links are in the show notes. Thank you so much today. Of course, it was my pleasure, Allison. Thank you for having me. Thank you for tuning in today. If you love today's episode, then please head over to iTunes, social media for mompreneurs and leave a review. Your review helps grow the show. And don't forget, head to bossladyandsweatpants.com to grab all my freebies and hang out with me on Instagram at Allison Scholes. I'll see you soon.